welcome to duking it out and i have a question well uh why do you want to bleach my hair oh i just think it'd be fun and we're in quarantine and it's like why not and then just imagine that top little curl little bleach blonde you'd have your your sides they would grow out so they would be dark but the little top hat and are you like just thinking the the whole top of my head, or are you thinking like just the tips? No, 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 no. Back we're not doing tips? we're not doing frosted tips. I'm thinking like the top. Because I could be down. Wait, you'd be down for frosted no. tips? Okay. I'm like what? No, I'm thinking like the top part of your head. And are we thinking like bleach blonde, like white? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I could get it platinum, but I'd try. Why did, where did you get this idea that you wanted to bleach my hair? Because you asked like two days in a row. Well, I saw this guy on on some video do it. And he had hair, like a hairstyle similar to yours. And I was like, oh, that looks good. And then I was looking at you and I was like, that would be cute. Like against your complexion and, with your, and against your hair color. It wouldn't be like a nice contrast. I've never dyed my hair. So this would be a big shift. I know, but more and more guys are dying and bleaching their hair. Jay Beebs bleached his hair. Listen. Yeah, I don't know if that moves me towards <laughs> <laughs> I love Beebs. Um, uh, but I don't know if that's... Uh, I don't know if that's in the cards for me. I think that's too cool. I think it goes back to me feeling like I'm way too cool if I do that. I just think it'd be fun. Ugh, it creeps me out. Why does it creep you out? No, it doesn't creep me out. It just it's it's so weird for me to picture that on me that I don't know, that's what's weird about it. Well, I Well, you'd get used to it. Right now I kind of got a little curly flat top. So I definitely think I look cooler than I normally look for a quarantine kind of <laughs> cuz I got this flat top Corn and look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I had I even though my face looks deeply Indian. I have these these really this really curly hair, um, and so I think it's I don't know I think I have Spanish somewhere in me. That's what I've been told. Oh really? Is that where the curls come from? Because your parents don't have curly hair. Yeah, that's the thing. My mom doesn't. My dad doesn't. Um, your sisters yeah. do, but yours is like ringlets. Yeah, and theirs is like a little more. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool. I had a little, little, um, brown man fro, <laughs> in high school. Nice. Um, Rocket. They, they were, like, I'm trying to think of how to describe how tight they were. They could, like, they weren't strong enough, but you could fit a Sharpie in it. Oh, your That's curls? That's how tight they were, yeah. Wow. It wasn't, like, a, it wasn't like a big pen. It wasn't that tight. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a Sharpie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang. And you had a big, you just had it puffed up like a big fro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you never seen these pictures? I don't know, maybe. I mean, yeah, I have, because it was, like, out to, like, here-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it felt like it was, like, three... It, it was like a dome of like three inches around my head. Mm-hmm. But then once you grew it out longer, it, it went down and it started looking like the Captain Hook wig. And I actually like that look a little bit. Yeah, enjoy it. Well, remember, so we watched this paintball video that my friend put yeah. together. We went paintballing like a year or two ago. And um, and then I had this long droopy curls and I had a, a, a hat. I think it looked pretty cool. It was uh, a look. I look like a skater. There was something about it that just made me... It, it didn't look like you. I, I probably could have... I was a step closer to working on JW Zoo, for sure. <laughs> working with exotic animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I was just surprised that you want to dye my hair. I, I just think it'd be fun. 
Could you buy black dye at the same time and then we could undo it if... Yeah, I mean, of course. I don't know. This is like... You know what? Okay, actually, I... I here's what I feel like. Mm-hmm. I see when, like, young teenage boys, because I work with teenagers, mm-hmm. um, when they are sometimes, like, wanting to be around the girls, they'll let the girls do silly yeah. things. Yeah. Like, they'll let the girls, like, paint their nails or, yeah. like, put their hair in scrunchies and stuff like that. And I feel like I'm like... Am I flirting with you? <laughs> am I letting you? Am I letting you dye my hair because I want you to to like me? Aww, <laughs> that's sweet. Um, it's nice we, that you still like me. I do, I do, I do. Although I did tell you to tone it down yesterday. Yeah, you were like, you've been at a hundred these last couple days. Yeah, because like sometimes when you like, okay, so like you'll hit me in a cute like, way. You'll you'll pinch me in a cute way. You'll throw knives at me. Well, never. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. The descriptors sound like much more violent, but like you're very playful. But sometimes, like you know, there's a difference between tickling and then like what's this word? Like scrunching. Like a talon that looks like a talon. That yeah, 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 yeah. Like you move the difference between a tickle and a talon. It's like it's like you think you're being playful, but it's actually hurting. And, like, you're hitting me, and you're hitting me hard. Oops. And you just have energy and love that you want to expound. Exactly. What's a girl to do? This is hard times. This is hard corona times. I know. And then I was like... (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was funny. I was like, I needed to take you on a longer walk. Did you poop when we walked? Because you had all this energy. Yeah. And then you started talking to me like I was your dog to walk. (laughs) Which sounds demeaning. It Which was actually did sound fun. demeaning. It's, but no, it, it, no, it wasn't now, demeaning. It, was, it, it was wasn't funny. demeaning. It was it funny. Because <laughs> you were like, you should have gone on that run with me. I should. We should have taken you on a longer walk. I know. Because we did go on a walk. But I, yeah, yeah. Oh, I killed it. I did. Your run? I did four miles. So, little run update. Because <laughs> we're in a, um, a run club with some couples. And the goal is 12 miles a week. And so I mapped out exactly how I was going to do it, mm. which climaxed at a four-mile run at Saturday. But then I missed a day, and then the, I had to make it up. So I think... Anyway, I had to push myself for a four-mile run, and it was awesome. And mm. the big difference maker was that Nike run coach. So mm. the Nike app, like you can choose, okay, I'm going to do a three-mile run or whatever-mile run. And the coach will walk you through, like... Okay, like run softly, run lightly because this is why you're running lightly. And it like pep talks you a little bit and it checks in at all the miles and all the halfway spots and all this stuff. And it was awesome. Like I'm like, oh, like I could see how this could be more enjoyable than just going out and trying to figure it out on your own. And yeah. like, so anyway, yes, I ended up doing four miles and today's a little bit of a rest day because it's rainy, mm-hmm. but I have six more miles to go in this week in yeah. this week. And worst comes to worst, I can do that in one shot. I've wow. done that. Yeah. Well, and I'm not that I feel super up for it, but okay, I'm not I'm not the I'm not the amateur athlete I used to be. I'm I'm never I'm not You're an taking athlete. You're taking it pro? I'm not an athlete. Oh. Um I've been playing basketball my whole life. This is like, you know, when they're when you enter into a new space and you have like a get to know you question or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is like one of my Here's how you can get to know me punchlines. I always say that, like, I, I've i been playing basketball my whole life, but I'm categorically below average. I suck at basketball, but I love it. So I've never been a, a good athlete. Mm-hmm. 
later in life, I realized I should have been doing long distance running mm-hmm. because when I was in California, I broke my arm mm-hmm. and then I knew that I wanted to play basketball when I started to feel my arm start to get better, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to be winded on the court. So the turkey trot yeah. was coming up. So I signed up to do the oh, turkey trot. Oh, you did the turkey trot? Yeah. Which I didn't know was like a family affair. Like you go and there's all these kids and families yeah. and strollers and well, stuff. Oh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, I guess I should have put that together. I just saw a 6K, no, what did I say? A six-mile run, uh, 10K race. And then I was like, all right, I'm doing it. And did you do it by yourself or did you do it with anyone? I did it by myself. And I did, remember, I broke my arm. So I was out of commission for like however long that takes, uh, five plus weeks, eight plus weeks. Mm-hmm. I did two runs and then I ran a 10K. Nice. And so basically out of the gate, I could run a 10K. Now, it wasn't fast, but I could do it. So I know in my head. Now, again, that was like when I was 25. That was a, like a minute ago. A young so spry, I, Yeah, so I don't know if I can still Nicholas just come out the gates and run a 10K. Mm-hmm. However, I know in my head, it, worst comes to worst, I can, I can finish this week's challenge on Saturday. You could just pull it out. You could do six miles. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to. I think I'm going to try to do one or two miles on Friday. Today's mm-hmm. Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to rest today, maybe do one or two miles tomorrow and then finish it off on Saturday. Yeah. That Um, sounds smart. That's the game plan. Uh. You know, there was a a snowflake in the forecast today. Stop it. Yeah. 40% chance of snow at nine o'clock this morning. You know what? If this was March, I would say you should expect this once a March every year. Uh, This is April. Sorry, babe. This is April. Sorry, babe. No, it's rough. Yeah. I saw this headline. That was like Ontario is expecting rain, snow, and potentially a tornado. Stop it. And I was like, wait, what? I wanted to save it and send it to you, but I totally spaced. But yeah, it was like. What? Yeah. For real? For real. Tornado in Ontario? Oh, actually, I feel like. I don't know. Or did anyway. it say hurricane snow and tornado? It said something ridiculous. It can't be a hurricane. Don't you need to be near the ocean for a hurricane? Yeah, that's what I thought, but it was something ridiculous. Oh, we had a question. Someone help us out. So this is like, I feel like uh, oh, this, yeah. this podcast is turning into like, we don't have a question. So we talk out of our butts and then someone, our friends who know better will DM us and, and clarify us. I mean, I could Google it right now. No, no don't Google it. And I'm not allowed on my phone. Question is this. Could Lake Ontario hypothetically experience uh what's it called tsunami a tsunami so we know that tsunamis we're smart enough to know that a tsunami is caused when you have a massive earthquake Mm -hmm. or like a tectonic plate shift and Mm -hmm. then it moves ocean water vast amounts of water across the earth's surface Mm -hmm. and then you have the tsunami that hits land Mm -hmm. is there enough like and i don't think that there's an earthquake that's going to transpire in the middle of lake ontario no but someone's smart enough Tell us, if you had, like, let's say a fault line right down the middle of Lake Ontario, and... I don't think the fault line has to be in the middle of the water, though. Okay, let's say you have a massive earthquake, and the Mm -hmm. epicenter of that earthquake is in the middle of Lake Ontario. What would be the effects? Is there enough water in Lake Ontario to have a tsunami? That's the question that Mm -hmm. someone help us out with. Yeah. Um... Because we were trying to figure it out. We were like, I don't know, is it... Because I was like, I don't know if there's enough water for it. I don't know if it's... Mm. Like, I know there's a lot of water, so it sounds stupid. But, Mm -hmm. like, the ocean is 
unbelievable. Like it's an unbelievable amount of water the that you can't conceive big. of. Right. <laughs> so was that a line from something? Uh-uh. Oh. Um, yes. So someone smart tell us could Lake Ontario, if you had a, a large enough earthquake where the epicenter is in the middle of Lake Ontario, could you have a tsunami with a lake? Is that a possible thing? Yeah. Could a lake have a tsunami? Could a lake have a tsunami? Uh, we do have a glove and mask update. Oh, yeah, because we talked about that a lot last time. We did. We, talked we got about, a lot of fad be- feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say fad back. <laughs> the what? I said we got a lot of feedback. Yeah, we got but... a lot of feedback, which is good because we were torn and it really mm-hmm. was a duking it up moment because we had a little spat mm-hmm. in terms of should we wear gloves and masks mm-hmm. um, when we go out to public? Yeah. And we settled on not wearing any sort of face protection, but mm-hmm. we did wear gloves. Mm-hmm. And we found out that's like, of all the things we could have done, that was the worst thing we could have done. Well. Protective-wise. Like, if you mm-hmm. make the decision to wear some sort of protective equipment in public, mm-hmm. we made the complete <laughs> wrong. We made the bottom of the barrel choice. We made the bottom of the barrel choice. Okay, yeah. so um, uh, we know in the States or that some medical professionals are not, allowed, are not allowed to speak out. So under that... I'm not going to name names. Mm-mm. We have a couple friends who have given us the scoop. Healthcare this, professionals. This is, yeah. So this is the rundown. So I asked them a bunch of questions. You did. Uh, they said that there's only a couple, there's only uh, one or there's only a few masks that are certified because there's rigorous testing. There's a surgical mask mm-hmm. and an N95 mask. Mm-hmm. So that white one with the dome, mm-hmm. that's an N95 and then I asked, like, okay, so when I visit someone in a hospital, there's these masks that you could that they you can just take mm-hmm. and wear to visit your family members or mm-hmm. guests or whatever. I said, what are those masks? And those are a kind of surgical mask, mm-hmm. but they they don't they they aren't strong enough to like if if someone was bleeding out, that blood would get through the mask. So it's only like respiratory protection. Um, so there's yeah, and I and they said right now they get one to two masks a shift, mm-hmm. and I said okay, well what's normal? They said every time they would change patients, they would have to put on a new mask. Mm-hmm. So for this particular friend, that could amount to twelve to twenty four um, masks mask shift. per shift, yeah. right? Um, and she was she was explaining that like uh, it might take a while because like. She, I, I don't know. Something about what the way she was telling me made it feel like she isn't at the max capacity of how many people she would be seeing, comparative to other nurses. Oh, uh, yeah. But she would have went through like 12 to 14 per shift. Yeah. Um, this is what she said about the masks. Yeah. She said, the masks only protect you. Because I always heard, if you wear the mask, it's not for you. It's for other people. Mm-hmm. It protects you for 30 minutes. Yeah. So... After that, it's all, then the only benefit is it's protecting the other people yeah. from you. Yeah. So if you're wearing a mask in public for your own protection, you're wasting your time. Mm-hmm. It's only it's only good for thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. It's really about protecting other people. Mm-hmm. Um. So I asked her, like, what about wearing buffs? What about wearing mm-hmm. like all of that sort of stuff? She and she said it's actually a great idea to wear buffs in public or wear some sort of face protection. But she said, it's not for you. Yeah. It's actually, like, if you're going to wear a mask, which it's actually not a bad idea. If everyone wears some sort of face protection. So this is where I got it wrong. Mm-hmm. If everyone wears some sort of face protection, it was this one one nurse's opinion that it's actually good, 
But the benefit is not actually for the person wearing the mask. The idea is that if we all wear masks, then whoever is asymptomatic is not spreading it to other people. So if everyone wears a mask, that's good. But it ain't for you. It's for the other people around you. Yeah. Um, And then I asked her about gloves. And uh, we have other friends that chimed in on this as well. Gloves apparently are a complete waste of time Mm -hmm. because they actually do a better job of spreading germs around uh, and if you, and, and so basically you have to think about it like a, another layer of skin, but it's, it spreads it around worse than essentially your hand. Yeah. I don't know if I'm understanding it right, but they were like, listen, it does a like, it just spreads yeah. germs around. Don't wear it. And then there was this other thing of, um, do you want to chime in here or should I just keep going? No, no, no. You're saying everything. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, they were saying that like when you wear gloves, mm-hmm. you have to wash your hands before you put the gloves on. Mm-hmm. If this is like if you were to wear gloves, they're like, don't waste your time. Just wash your hands. That's yeah, like what that's the nurse what they is. Say. Just wash yeah. your hands. They're like, don't even wear gloves. Just wash your hands. Take care of yourself. They said this. So, not they. So one said this. They said in order if you were to wear gloves, this is what you would have to do. Wash your hands beforehand. Put the gloves on. Be very careful to not touch your face or not touch anything. Mm-hmm. And then after take off the gloves, you have to wash your hands again. Yeah. Because bacteria is growing faster inside the glove. Mm-hmm. So your hands end up more dirty. Like net bacteria, it's worse to wear gloves. But there's this protective beast that's yeah. helpful. The question I had was, okay, if I'm wearing a glove, and even though there's bacteria growing on my hands, and it's multiplying more and more and more. Mm-hmm. None of that is COVID. So let's say some crazy person had COVID, snossed, snot, like sneezed on a, uh, snossed, sneezed on a on like a cereal box, mm-hmm. and then I touch that cereal box and put it in my cart. I still don't have COVID in my hand. So even when I take off the gloves, the COVID goes in the trash. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm I have more bacteria in my hand, none of it is Corona. But the fact is that that glove touched the box. So the box has the sneeze, right? Right, But then the glove touches the box. So the glove then touches the handle, which then gives it to the handle, which then touches your wallet. Yeah. You know, it it touches the basket, touches the wallet. It touches the, it touches all those things. And so it's just as if your hand would, although the idea is that you're actually lulled into a false sense of security thinking, oh, the glove's protecting me. When really, whatever material the glove is, somehow picks up and transports germs better than your normal hand. Right. So they were saying... Oh, why is my phone blowing up? I don't know. Oh, it's hardly... I'm going to pick it up. Okay, so we're going to pause this podcast so Nick can make it take a phone Sorry. call. All right. Um, Are we back? We're back. Uh, that was a friend of ours, and... Uh, my phone's on Do Not Disturb, so I don't know how the the call came through. If you call twice, it comes through. Oh, I didn't, oh, it's surprising. Okay, um, that's the Do Not Disturb hack. Double call. We were okay. We were in the middle of the mask stuff. Yeah, gloves. Uh, okay, so let's finish that off because then I do have a, another thing. Um, so okay, so they were basically like, "Don't wear gloves." That's it. Yeah. Gives you a false sense of security. Yeah, you end up spreading it more, and yeah. then there's there's pitfalls in it. So, for instance, like you're gonna touch your wallet, but you're not gonna take off your glove and then put the glove back on. Yeah, because then you're just again spreading germs all over the place. So, the, they were all like, "Yeah, it's it's not everyone." And I was like, "Oh, well, what if you did?" Blah blah. And they were just like, "It's causing you more problems. It's spreading more germs. Yeah. Like this is not worth it." So, which 
So that's why I say when we went to Costco, we literally, we didn't wear face masks. No, but we wore gloves. And when we wore gloves, we did the exact opposite. Oh so my gosh, there I you know. go. Yeah, so I, when I, I went to the grocery store the other day because I needed to get butter and a few other like mop solution, things like that. This was post-Costco. This was after Costco. So what I did was I didn't wear gloves, but I had hand sanitizer in my pocket. And so I went around. First, they had the Clorox wiped with the cart. So I had a Clorox wipe, and I wiped down the cart, but I kept it so I could wipe down anything else I needed to. And then I got all my items, and then I went to self-checkout because I only had a few. And I Cloroxed. I used the wipe I had, and then I hand sanitized my hands, and then I touched my purse and my wallet, and then I hand sanitized my hands, and then I, I went on my way. So you were really vigilant. That sounds like... I was trying. And yeah. then I had a little teeny little to-go spray bottle of rubbing alcohol. And I sprayed down the car the wheel, the That's good. steering wheel. Um, That's good. And sprayed down something else. Yeah. Because I think like, yeah, sure. Like people are washing all the groceries. We have not taken that upon ourselves. Wait, people are washing the groceries? The groceries, yeah. What? Like, we're doing, wait, what do you mean? Like, the consumer or, like, the employees? The consumer. Like, when people go buy groceries, people are coming home and washing their groceries. Oh, I understand. I understand. Yeah. I thought you were, like, they're wiping down everything that goes on a shelf. I'm like, that's doubtful. No, I don't think so. I think they're wiping down. There was more, like, plexis up. Yeah. And further, like, protections. That's good. I mean, it's also also in the company's best interest to keep their employees healthy, Mm -hmm. right? So... It's true. Yeah, so it's a win-win. Everybody gets to stay safe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's really funny that all of the, like, when we've talked to all of our friends about this, they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, wash your hands. That's basically the biggest yeah. precaution. Just keep your hands clean yeah. and don't touch your face. Yeah. And if you're doing those two things, those are, those are good. Yeah. And don't get coughed on. And don't get coughed on. Yeah, yeah. that'd be so sad. Mm. Um, okay, so the call that came through. Yeah, what was up? Um, it's a birthday present coming your way. I have a birthday present? Yes. So your birthday was last week, Monday. Mm-hmm. And, and you... Well, okay. I think you were going to say what I was going to say. Uh-huh. I don't think I got you a gift. You didn't. My bad. <laughs> well, you planned some things. I planned some things. Yeah. Um. So I did something. We ordered out. Uh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, my family came over. We all had uh, Chinese food and chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. And I had all your friends and family Zoom call you mm-hmm. at intervaled times yeah. so that in an hour span you could talk to your whole world. Mm-hmm. It was really special. It was really nice. Rookie husband of the year here. Rookie husband of the year. Um, but I also didn't get you a gift. <laughs> you are indeed correct. <laughs> yeah. So still got some work to do. It is my rookie year. It is your rookie year. Uh, you've been rookie. super gracious. However... Mm-hmm. An awesome gift is coming your way at oh. noon or 1 p.m. Oh, noon 1 p.m.? Noon or 1 p.m. Oh. Um, yeah, so previous to this, you were working with a coffee company. I was. And it's a mobile espresso bar. Yes. That does events. Yes. Pre-BC, before Corona. Yeah. Um, your boss slash partner mm-hmm. bought a new espresso machine he did I th- yeah he did <laughs> and, uh, Are we, if you're listening way to go man and so his current machine mm-hmm. is coming to our house <gasps> so we're gonna have like a professional grade espresso the machine the little la marzocco in our <gasps> house oh 
cute. And it's coming with a big bag of coffee. Oh, Hartley, thank you. So, yes. Are we paying him for anything? No. Okay. You're getting your practice, and we're getting it. It's getting a home, and we're getting practice. Y'all about to see latte art for days on the Insta. So if you don't want to see latte art, unfollow Natalie. <laughs> and <laughs> That's so fun. Yeah. Oh, so that's a birthday good gift. From Hartley. Um, I wish I could take credit. That's why he texted me. He said, I have a birthday gift for you. This is it. And then he said, you're old. And I'm like, wait, was the gift him telling me that I was old? That's funny. (laughs) No, yeah. So, yeah. So, you're going to get like this high-end. I forgot about that. Or or we are going to get this high-end coffee machine in our house. You're about to be blessed. Oh, but I don't have... Well, we have a grinder. We do have a grinder. He might leave the whole setup. I don't know. Or maybe it's just the Did machine. Did he get a second grinder too? No, probably not. You're yeah. right. So we, well, we have a grinder. We, we have, have a grinder. It's like a basic, but it, it is a burr grinder. It'll work. Yeah. It'll work. So I'll happy have to birthday. adjust some settings. Thank you. Um, well, thank you, Hartley. Yes. Uh, thank you, Hart. Yeah. Um, happy birthday to you again. Thank you. And. That's so um, exciting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was uh, trying to think if there's any other holidays I could wrap in. Like you know, Christmas this is so great because. Now we don't have room on our countertop for a microwave, so you can't get a microwave. Okay, can we talk about this? Like, <laughs> we're still in the duking it out uh, segment of our of our little you podcast You want here. a microwave so bad. We don't need one. Yes, we do. We need a microwave for two reasons. Number okay. one, we need to melt butter. I, you can do that on the stove. Yeah, so in order to melt butter, it's taking me a minute because I have to heat up a pan and then melt the butter. Just put it in that glass bowl and then put it on the little light oh, glass one and bowl. put it in the We have a glass bowl. Oh, okay. Okay, fine. That's solution number 1. Okay. Here's another thing. Um when my tea gets cold, I don't want to use a whole pot or like pan to like heat up my tea again. So, if I had a microwave, it'd be so much easier. I don't deny that. So, I just want a microwave. I don't know why you're so against it. Why don't you just drink your tea faster? Um, that's a good. Sometimes the apartment's cold and it gets cold pretty fast. You get chilly very easily. That's true. Yeah, it's true. Um, but I just feel like I don't want anything more on our counter. And then no, I like, understand. I feel like oh, not having a microwave is like something for our health. I'm well, not- yeah, tell me about this because there's another person I know who doesn't. Like, the household was getting sick, and she decided, I'm going to, like... Apparently, said, microwaves are bad for you. So, she's kind of like your mom, heavy intercessor. Yeah. And she said the Holy Spirit told her that it was the microwave, and she got rid of the microwave. There you and, go. And then people stopped getting sick in her house. There you go. Reason enough for me. Evidence enough for me. I, okay. My mom will tell you that permanent retainers will make you sick. Permanent retainers? Yeah. I have a permanent retainer. Me too. And I never get sick. You're always sick, though. Mm. You get sick frequently. I do. It's concerning, actually. I'm sick now. <laughs> um, so your birthday present's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, you still won't let me get a microwave. No. Um, which I don't understand. I don't know where we're going to put this, by the way. Where are we going to put this coffee machine? We could do it in the corner. We have, like, a little coffee corner right now that has our Chemex and our grinder. The corner that I was going to put the microwave in. Yeah. <laughs> Your smile. Uh-huh. So I know right what I'm doing. I ain't no I dummy. <laughs> Listen, I did tell Nick he could get a microwave, but he had to keep it by his side of the bed. So if you're willing to keep the microwave next to your bed, like your side of the bed, I will never have to see it. I'll never have to be near it. I'll microwave so many things at 1 a.m. just to piss you off. Enjoy. I'll get a bunch of, you remember those Michelina little noodle things? What are Michelina? It's like this little like uh, pasta in a cardboard thing and mm-hmm. you like 
open it and like crack the film so it doesn't cook too much and you might it's a microwave meal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like and a I'll frozen dinner. Pockets and oh. I'll do you. We never really ate many frozen d- dinners growing up. I no. They I were like a treat for us. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Pizza Pockets, I remember I got Mm-mm. into for a little while. I think I just got influenced by branding. It wasn't my mom's decision. I was just like, hey, mom, can we get this? And she's like, yeah, fine. Your mom's yeah. so sweet. She is. I'd she ask is. my mom, hey, can we get this? She'd be like, no, you don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is what, okay, so uh, this is one thing I, I, this is like a, we might do this. So what? Um, my parents, when we were like super poor, mm-hmm. uh, my, my dad would work for like, Eight or nine hundred dollars a month, and he was paying seven or eight hundred dollars in rent. Mm-hmm. So the three of us were getting by on a hundred bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Um, hence why I'm so proud of my immigrant upbringing. Yeah. What they would do is we would go to the mall, and then we'd go to the dollar store, and they would let me pick out any toy I want, and then I'd be so happy that I got my toy. And then we go to Toys R Us, and then when they would be like, "Oh, can I have this?" They're like, "Oh, you already got your one toy." And I was like, that's so genius. Um, but apparently I was also a really grateful kid. They would say... I believe it. If uh, They would be like, oh, no, we don't have the money. And I would be like, okay. Like, I was just totally fine with it. Cute. Yeah, yeah, I want to yeah, see yeah. what, like, little six-year-old Nick looked like and little eight-year-old Nick. I know. It would have been interesting. Anything at past eight would probably be annoying. But anything under eight would probably be cute. <laughs> apparently my first words were, daddy, go. Because I was playing video games and he was bothering me. <laughs> How old were you to be playing video games? Old enough. Dang. Daddy go. <laughs> I know. Apparently that was my first words. I don't know. But Cute. So I was told. Uh, what That's were we funny. talking about? Is that it? Mm-hmm. Any of the duking it out stuff? I'm just excited for my espresso machine to show up. I know. It's a um, little La Marzocco. Lania Mini. For those of who don't know what that means, like a La Marzocco, what's the, what's a, something you can parallel it to so people understand how good or decent or amazing this machine is? Uh, it's handcrafted in Italy. Okay. All of them are. Um, they were slash are still like the standard craft coffee machine. Interesting. Um, you will see them at a lot, if not most craft coffee shops. Hmm. Um, they've been around for like hundreds of years. Is this really? Yeah, they are like a standard. They w- wait hundreds of years, like maybe like hundred or two hundred. Have we been doing espresso for that long? I thought espresso. It, Italy has been actually. The, I thought it was I like think a, it's like eighteen hundred something. Look it up. Oh, now I'm allowed to use my phone. Well, you were gonna look. You were, I know. You were, I was already reaching. Okay, reaching. I needed to. No, I'm actually interested in this because I thought espresso machines were probably. I don't know. I, so I realize I'm realizing I know nothing when it comes to a timeline of history in terms of like. Remember, I didn't oh. know when the plague was, or what was I talking about? The Spanish flu. Yeah, I thought that was like the 1400s, and now I actually would have assumed like we got espresso machines like around World War Two, but I guess that doesn't make sense. Well, it was around World War One, One. 1927. 1927. Okay, mm-hmm. so about a hundred, almost a hundred years. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's why, because it's like hundreds of years. That's that's unbelievable. Because mm-hmm. then it would be like 17 or 1800s. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, 100 years old. And they've been the standard since then? I don't know what their beginning was like. Sure. Um, they're all still handcrafted in Italy. Um, and it was like a family business. 
they've since like uh, spread out. So if you've ever been into a craft coffee shop and they have a mod bar, which a mod bar is when all of the components of the espresso bar are actually in the countertop. So instead of having like a big rectangular box, you have just your group head, just your steam wand. Um, Larmore Zoco now does that as well. So they've branched out into that. So if you see them, that's them. Um, is this like is this like getting like a MacBook Pro? Like the MacBook Pro. This is like the goal bar. Like technically maybe there's a couple that are better, but like this is like yeah. the easiest. It would be like getting like a MacBook Air. Like a MacBook Air. Yeah. I don't know enough. Maybe. I oh, don't know okay. enough about MacBooks. Oh, okay, fair enough. But like, I feel like MacBook Air is like the consumer MacBook. Like if you're if you're an average Joe and you and you're gonna get a MacBook, you get like a MacBook Air. Yeah. Where I feel like the Pro is like the standard. If you're like creative, you you try to get a Pro. Because a pro has the beefiness to do everything you want for, like, years on end. This is what I'd say. If you're starting a coffee shop, you get would get at least Alarm Rizoko. Okay. Probably Alarm Rizoko, just for name, for reliability, for experience. You've probably been trained on one. You'd probably know how to work it. Right. Now, there are different and newer espresso machines out there that are doing really cool things. Mm. However, none of them has the name, clout, reputation, reliability, just brand equity. Brand equity is the better word right. instead of reliability. Brand equity like Mar- La Marzo. Okay. Sounds like a MacBook. Because mm-hmm. like, it's not a Chromebook. It's also like technically you could build a PC that's better than a MacBook. But yeah, it's if you get a MacBook, you're, you're in good shape. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Sweet. So we have a MacBook of... And, I mean, they're not cheap. Like, this is a very expensive machine coming our way, so I'm very excited. What uh, what, what would it be brand new? Mm. So this is just, like, an at-home Linea Mini. So it's one group head. Okay. It's, like, four to $5,000. How much? Four to $5,000. And this is, like, a mini version of the real deal? Mm-hmm. So I worked at a coffee shop that had a three group head, had two three group head machines. One three group head machine was twenty to thirty thousand dollars, depending on the configuration. Okay. Espresso machines are expensive because it's it's all about. It's not like oh we just need water. It's all about pressure and temperature. Hmm. And so to keep the pressure necessary to get the water at the right temperature to go through those grounds. That's what you're paying the money. money for. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. I didn't realize we were getting you know, four or five grand. Mm-hmm. That's probably, I'm trying to think of all of the things I own. That's going to double my net worth. <laughs> I think so. Don't rob us. I think so. <laughs> well, I'm trying to count up all the things I have. Like my MacBook's really old right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, see that pen? The light's on. Can you turn that pen off? I know it's so random, but. How is this even a light? I don't know. The pen has a little flashlight. I like click on it all the time when I'm in meetings because it's tactile mm-hmm. uh, and I must have left it on. Cool. Um, yeah. So my MacBook's really old. My guitar is not worth like, I'd be surprised if it's worth a thousand bucks now. Yeah. I think if you count up all my possessions, I don't know if I'm worth 5,000 bucks. In my heart, you are. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, okay. Um, oh, okay. That's cool. That's oh. it. All right. Uh, okay. So, I, I want to be intentional about making sure that we talk about some non-corona news. Yes. Um, but maybe let's run through some headline stuff. Okay. Okay. Because it's... All, I mean, one of the things I'm realizing is that almost everything we talk about is connected in some way to... Yeah. So, 
the Malaysian... Oh, actually, no. Bring up this piece. So, oh, my the gosh. Malaysian government uh, mm-hmm. have instructed women... Mm-hmm. You, you tell it. You found the post. So, I saw it a couple days ago. Um, it has since been taken down. But the Malaysian government released, like, a poster and, like, a statement and, like, a PSA on how now that they're self-isolating, how women should act at home. And it said... Well, before we read, just the idea... Yes. Is it really that bad? Just kind of, you know, helping the peace of the home a little bit? Okay, well, if they released one for women, they should have released one for men. And they didn't. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm just messing around, by the I way. I know, you're a butt. You have your little mischievous face on. Okay, what are the instructions? So they say... Okay, wait, can we do it piece by piece? Because I think... Uh, I think we could talk about the merits of each of the suggestions. I am going to push your podcast mic away and slap your MacBook Pro down to the ground and not let you use my now expensive. He didn't gift it to us. We're just loaning. We're just no, borrowing it. No, it's on loan. It. It's, yeah, it's, it's, a it's, a, it's a business piece of equipment yeah. that is going, it, like, we're going to be the functional storage unit for it. Yeah, yeah, keeping it. Um, Until further notice. Yeah. yeah. You won't get to use it. You won't get to reap the benefits of it if you don't behave. Okay, tell me, tell me. uh... Okay, so the Malaysian government told women, okay, now that your husband's at home all the time and you're at home all the time. By the way, I have a a smirk on my face the whole time. Are you going to let me finish? Okay, go. Okay. So they said, (laughs) women, in order to not annoy your husband. Which I've been annoyed, so maybe there's some. I've been more annoyed. Get out of (laughs) here. They said, make sure you don't wear house clothes, still dress up. So I'm assuming like still wear clothes that you would, nice clothes that you would wear out and about. Continue to wear makeup. Don't use sarcasm. And talk in the voice of, and then they named some cartoon cat character that's popular in Malaysia. So as not to annoy your husband. Okay. So they said, don't nag. Okay. So let's break it down. Um, don't wear house clothes. Mm-hmm, which is exactly what I'm wearing right now. It is. Don't have makeup on. Haven't washed my hair. Uh, okay, so hold on. So don't wear house clothes. <laughs> I understand the heart behind this. It's like, I, and I don't think this is just for women, by the way. <laughs> but I think there's value in saying, hey, I'm still going to actually value myself for my partner mm-hmm. in not looking like a slob 24-7. I have a question. You right now in this moment, is this another R. Crowley situation? Why are you no, so think, committed to defending this moment? No, no, I'm just trying to be funny. But <laughs> but like I think there's there could be value in just saying, hey, I'm still gonna be intentional about how I dress because I'm stuck at home. Mm-hmm. Like during work hours, like still dressing for work. Mm-hmm. I mean And I a lot of I'd, people are doing that. Like Right. Like, a lot of people, I posted this thing on Instagram a while ago that was, like, people still wearing jeans, why are you? I just reposted that. Right. And a lot of people responded and said, I wear jeans to make me feel productive. So people are doing that. The idea that the wives need to mitigate their behavior so as not to annoy their husband. Husband, just go out and get corona. Leave okay, me be. Go okay, to the hospital. Let's, uh, okay, what's the what's, uh, the makeup piece? Okay, I, yeah. I yeah, that's... I mean, hey, everyone's got their own lines. I, I, You don't normally wear makeup, though, in general. No, I don't. But you put on lipstick the other day. I did, and I thought that'd be fun. Did you like it? Well, yeah. And it <laughs> was fun for both of us. 
Why did you say it like that? Well, anyway. <laughs> what? It was good. It was good. It yeah, was you nice. did like it. I, I thought I'd put on lipstick because I was like, well, we were going on like a little walk date. date. Yeah, walk date as, as much as you can. Yep. We're just trying to still go on dates. And so I was like, oh, well, since this is, we called this a date, I'll like dress up for it. And I put on lipstick. And it was nice. And I curled my eyelashes, but I didn't put on mascara. <laughs> oh, well, anyway. Um, so, I'm glad okay. you liked it. All right. So, and then, and then, and then speak in a, in a cartoon voice. Yeah. I'm like, what? How is that not more annoying? Okay. To be fair, I think, I mean, we don't have, the, we can't pull it up, but I think we should hear the voice before we make a judgment. What is the voice like? I'm assuming if it's a cartoon cat, <laughs> it's a cartoon cat. I'm imagining Pikachu. I'm like, all right, <laughs> wives of Malaysia, <laughs> like, make sure you talk like Pikachu so as to not annoy your husband. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm imagining. I'm like, my husband, how are you? Yeah, that would be that would be so annoying. Oh my right? gosh, I'm annoyed um, just at that the fact that I can make that voice. Okay, so I I I, uh, I think there's some merit in keeping up a level of appearance in terms of now they're all in quarantine. Yeah, I think that that's good for your partner. I like I yeah. think it's both ways. I don't think it's only for the wives. But here's the thing, a government stepping in. Yes, and basically was saying here's how not to get beat because Malaysia has a real domestic violence issue. So Okay, and it's super problematic to talk to the woman about why she shouldn't exactly. get beat. Exactly. Okay, I I so agree. that's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, what yeah. happened. They faced they put it up posted on their Twitter. They faced a ton of backlash. They pulled it down, but it raises it, hopefully people are aware and I know we talked about this a long uh, 3 days into self-isolation. I was like I brought this up and I was like we need to be praying for this mm, because mm-hmm. this is a scary time if you have a bad home life. Correct. This is a very scary time. And so please, anyone listening, reach out to neighbors and friends, um, no matter what, but especially for anyone that you feel like could be a victim of abuse or domestic violence, this is a really, this is a worst nightmare for children that normally always hang out at the house or at friends' houses or yep. wives that are used to having their husbands away for the day or, or, or whatever the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, or even vice versa, husbands that are used to their wives being away and stress is not helping these things so we i've been praying um if you guys would also just be praying and and just be aware like there's some real um trade-offs that we make Hmm. right we are protecting people from the coronavirus unfortunately we are also putting certain people at risk at risk yeah staying at home is not i saw this post saying staying at home is not safe for everybody correct yeah correct that's true um, and it's hard to know what the right decision is, but mm-hmm. there's a, at least a recognition that, hey, this isn't a perfect solution for everybody. Correct. Yeah. Um, okay. So forget the cartoon voice. That would be hella annoying. What oh else are, is in the suggestions of the Malaysia government? No nagging and That's no sarcasm. Good. That's, well, I don't know about the sarcasm. If you're funny enough, it's okay. But I think sarcasm can sometimes be mean. Also, you mean. Again, not a woman only exclusive. Uh, suggestion that I, I don't agree with that. So just to be clear, well, this is the thing. It's like all these suggestions aren't terrible. It's the idea that like wives, so as not to annoy your husbands, here's the list of things you should do. I think it's hilarious that a government stepped in on this level. Like, could you could you imagine like either Trump or Trudeau stepping in? Imagine Trump would get lit up if he was like wives, like. <laughs> And then just started <laughs> telling them all the things they needed to do to make their make sure their husbands were happy. 
I say he should get lit he up. He would get lit up. I can't even imagine Justin. Justin would never do that to us. No, Trump would. Trump would, yeah. He's probably halfway to doing it already. <laughs> what would be Trump's advice to the women? I'm trying to think of one. I don't think there's anything we could, appropriate we could say on a podcast. Okay, so don't nag. Don't use sarcasm. What are what else did the Malaysian government say? Wear makeup, dress up. Um, was there anything else? That's all I can think of off the, off what I, off of it. I sent the post to you. Um, it's also in another language, so it's a hard to hard to decipher. Avoid wearing home clothes. Dress up as usual. Put on makeup. Dress neatly. It was posted from Rena, the Minister of Family, oh, Women, Family, and Community Development for Malaysia. Uh, okay, there's a couple of these I want to run through. Mm-hmm. Um, Bernie drops out of the race. I'm just going to look for, like, hot takes, like, yeah. quick quick thing. Bernie drops out of the race. What do you think? <sighs> DNC sucks. Trump is definitely getting reelected. Oh, 100%. It yeah. totally 100% gets. And the Dems definitely stamped it by choosing Joe Biden. They like, did, that's it. Like, yeah. They, he half the time doesn't even know where he is <laughs> or yeah, like what the question like, literally there's clip after clip of just him not being able to understand a question and answer the actual question being asked it's yeah. unbelievable it's so bad and when, when they yeah. sorry when they go on the debate and it's trump and biden debating on the stage he's gonna look like a fool this They're is both, gonna be ugh. this is gonna be a train wreck yeah it's gonna be a train wreck. yeah so there's so many problematic things about biden like i there is now a a relatively credible rape allegation against him that's not being covered by the mainstream media that people are refusing to publish. Time, um, Time's Up, they're like a a organization that was founded out of the Me Too movement for women to support women that made allegations against powerful men, refused to help this woman who had a claim against Joe Biden. Um, so she found other means of getting her story out. And it's just really interesting. I'm like, why are people clinging to him? He is... I don't get it. He's one predator. If you've ever seen him with little girls, it is 100% creepy. Like, there's compilation videos of him doing, um, like, photo ops with, like, families. He always, always... Make sure he's touching the the younger daughter, like the 12-year-old, 13, 14-year-old daughter, has both hands on her, will like whisper in her ear, play with her hair, move everyone around so that he's holding her like consistently. Uh, no, you really? need to see the video. Okay, Don't I, I even to- come at me until you've seen this video because it is so disgusting. It is so disgusting. Okay, okay. I'll look at... Show me later. Show me later. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm like... I'm thinking, like, okay, he's trying to just be a grandpa. Like, I don't... I don't... Anyway, I'll see it. I'll see it, and I'll make it a, 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 an actual opinion there's, later, but... There's one thing to be a grandpa, and, like, that's fine, but there's another thing, like, even if you're a grandpa, you're like, oh, yeah, hey, hon, like, it's good to see you. You don't consistently keep your hands on her, never take them off, don't touch anyone else, just touch her. Like whispering in her ear, playing with her hair. It's someone you just met. The girls look so visibly uncomfortable. They're like shying away. They're like squirming away from him. And mm. their faces are like super awkward. They're like staring off. They like don't know what to do. Like they're like doing like nervous laughter. Like they're clearly uncomfortable. It's I gotta see it. I gotta see it. Before I make an opinion. I can't I can't respond just on like hearing. Like here's yeah, it's like, well, <laughs> So there's that that that's a piece of Joe Biden that I think like 
there's that video. There's like other things. I mean, <laughs> that one time he kissed his granddaughter on the lips. That was weird. But there's like other <laughs> moments where you're like, what is up? Like this guy is always in people's bubbles. And that's like a thing. Main, even the media has yeah, talked yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like a weird hugger and a weird linger. And then when that stuff gets coupled with rape allegation, I'm like. Then the whole thing gets weird. Yeah, well, it was weird to begin with, 100%. Okay, okay, but sorry. But you can't... It was weird, but not... It wasn't criminal, or it wasn't, like... Like, I don't know. I think I, I think he, the stuff where he... Because he would, like, hug Michelle Obama, and, like... And I'm, like, I just think he was just trying to, like, be friendly. And now, like... Because I don't know that that's always been the goalpost of, like, that was always wrong or inappropriate. So I think he's... I mean, the guy was born in, what, the 40s? So I'm, like, there... I, I just, like, in Here's terms of... Here's the thing, though. This okay, is... If, there, and if there's, like, a real, like sexual assault that happened that's absolutely wrong so i don't want to uh but i'm i'm thinking about like the the weirdness is it, it could have been if so a woman looks uncomfortable you should be able to pick up on that as a human being for sure, and for as sure. a person giving the hug so to me there's no i'm at the place where i've just seen enough of these situations go down of videos of joe biden talking to some woman michelle obama or some little girl or something and they look uncomfortable Joe Biden, as a presidential candidate and supposedly this great politician that loves the people, should be able to pick up on when someone's uncomfortable around him. And if he either can't pick up on it and has no self-awareness or chooses to ignore it, both of those are issues. And I know that you do not agree with me fully on this because I can tell based on your... No, I, I have to see it for myself. And I also think that, like, again, I'm thinking if this guy was in like born in the 40s, like... What chivalry and what looking kind in public. Like, there's a whole era of politicians that, like, would shake hands, kiss babies. Like, that's like a... That's it's a okay to shake use. hands and kiss babies on the little right. forehead. So, um, so I, I get it. And so I'm thinking, like, if he's also, like, hugging the, like, the little girls, like, I think that's in the branding of, like the politician look and navigate it like i don't know so i again i have that's why I, that's why i said i'm not saying it's wrong i'm not saying i'm not saying you're wrong i'm saying i have to see it for myself before i actually make an opinion because if we're just talking about it without me actually seeing it mm-hmm. that's so, fine yeah that's all that's all i'm saying okay yeah i just okay even if you haven't seen the video so you don't have to talk about it but what you just said there he's in this era of this is what they did we're not in that era as a society anymore. It's freaking 2020. The idea that, oh, he's just old. I'm sorry. Your age does not negate your responsibility to grow as a human being or your responsibility to treat other people with respect. Oh, well, he's just racist because he grew up that way. Sorry. I don't care anymore. You actually have a responsibility to yourself and to the community around you to continue to grow and learn how to treat people with love and respect. And... I'm just, if Joe Biden's just hanging out at home and being weird around his family, whatever. He wants to come in here and wants to be the president of the United States. Yeah, I'm going to say some things just like I would about Trump, just like I did about Trump. Because you can, if you want to say you want to represent the United States, you are welcoming criticism. Okay, so here's what I'm saying. Being racist in the 40s is way different than being racist in 2020. But we're not in the 40s anymore. I don't care if you were born in the 40s. We are not in the 40s. Right. So so going back to the allegations and stories and posturing and stuff like that, I think all of that still has to be taken account to when it 
is happening in the time. Like, is this hey, clips love, from the 90s? We need, like, no, the clips are from recent and we need to move on because you just said that what, depending on when these rape allegations came out, we need to sorry, be aware sorry, sorry, of the sorry, times. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, I'm not talking about the rape allegations. In my mind, I'm thinking about like the hugging girls in, in pictures. Like The that. girls are visibly uncomfortable no matter what time it, it was an okay. I know. Uh, like, I understand. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. We, we do need to move on because I don't think you're actually hearing what I'm saying anymore. No, well, I don't think I understand why it seems like you're trying to be like, oh, well, it, it's okay. It's not as bad if. And it's like, Okay, so well, let me give you an example. So why Kevin are you Hart, trying to make these things? So Kevin Hart in, like, his earlier comedic career made, like, homophobic jokes about how he doesn't want his son to be gay. Mm-hmm. And then, like, eight years later, the, he's grown and evolved as a person. Mm-hmm. And then people tried to, like, cancel him based on his, co- like, comedic uh, mm-hmm. show or his stand-up special. Mm-hmm. Like, however, almost a decade ago. Yeah. And he no longer holds those beliefs. Mm-hmm. And he's moved past it. Yeah. And they were holding him accountable for what was... a fu- And the whole crowd was laughing when he made that joke. Like, he made presumably millions of dollars off of these jokes. So it wasn't like just he was thinking that. That was like the cultural norm. Mm -hmm. And even like I think through like how I grew up, I grew up where homophobia was such a part of our language. Like it like you would So your fear is that you don't want people to be canceled, quote unquote, because of things they're then regretful of that they didn't pass. Yes. And I, that's why I say when we're thinking about like these because if we're talking about rape allegations and sexual assault and and like this ongoing pattern, mm-hmm. like I do think that you have to look at. I think a pattern is is definitely important to establish because that's going to tell you something about is this an ongoing thing like a Harvey mm-hmm. Weinstein thing? Mm-hmm. Like it's that what he was doing was wrong every time. There mm-hmm. was no time where those actions were appropriate. And so I'm saying if he's a politician and he's hugging a little girl in a picture, I can envision a time where that's actually what politicians did. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's I don't think it's helpful in 2020 to go back. And again, you didn't say that this was happening, mm-hmm. but I, I, I'm like, I need to see it for myself because if these pictures and stuff and were in the 80s and 90s, I'm like, that was a whole different world for the way that the politicians navigated the public. Right? I don't even have a problem with a politician today taking a photo with a 12 year old girl and hugging her. It's it's not that. It's not about hugging children. Like, we're allowed to show love and affection and compassion and appreciation towards people. Right. The problem is when you watch consistent predatory behavior, when you see people are uncomfortable. If a little 12-year-old girl, she's not going to tell Vice President Joe Biden, I don't want to stand near yeah, you yeah, in yeah. the photo. For sure, 100%. Yeah. That's the issue. Right. These did happen very recently. I don't know if it was Obama administration. I believe it was. The That's the issue. The issue is you have someone who recently and in the past, he's consistently been talked about even when he was just um, a senator. Was he a representative? Was he? I don't know if he was a senator or in the House of Representatives. Either way, he was a congressman. When he was a congressman, even then, people consistently said, oh, yeah, he lingers too long. Oh, yeah, he's just a little... And it's... the can That is a pattern. Also, I think what you're saying is that um, the idea that certain times, like, there's, like, a forgivableness. I understand what you're saying in the sense that you're afraid that cancel culture is going to take down really good people. Your Kevin Hart example. 
Sure. He's not trying to be a dick, a, a bad person. Sorry. Right. It, he was unfortunately a product of the environment that felt those jokes were okay. Right. Society was on his side at the time. It doesn't make it okay. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make it an unforgivable offense. So, to, to back to the Biden piece, and I'm not disagreeing. This is just where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. I think I feel like the first things you kind of mentioned about him were like he's constantly being a predator to young girls mm-hmm. in public, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's a really high accusation. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm just like, I just need to see it. I just need to see it for myself because okay. like I can't. That's such a big claim that I can't just hear that from someone else and accept it to be true and carry on the conversation, establishing that as truth. Because I'm like, wait a second, he's a public pedophile towards kids. Like that's like that's uh, that's like maybe one step past what you said, right? Mm-hmm. But if that's kind of what you're suggesting, I have to actually see that for myself and mm-hmm. actually because I can't carry on the conversation and say that's actually true. Let's continue the conversation about why that's like. That's 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 a huge claim that needs to be properly established before you can continue on a conversation. Yeah. So I wasn't trying to justify if he was doing it, that's absolutely wrong. If that's what's happening, that's absolutely wrong. But that's not really what you're saying because what you were bringing up was, well, you need to take into account this. Well, you need to take into account this. And you did keep saying, well, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, which is exactly. fine. And we can move on. Right. But what you kept saying was, well, we need to take into account well, he's born in the 40s. Right. And, so and in the time. Out, so yeah. I think like. I I think we can move on for the listener's sake and everything. But I wonder, we've had conversations like this before. Right. And I wonder, is it really hard for you to hear the, these things, these allegations that haven't been proven 100% right. as a guy? Does that make, is that hard for you to hear? Uh, I don't think so. I no. don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's like a guy thing. I don't think it's like I'm afraid about me. I don't. Th- yeah. I don't think it's that. Uh-huh. I think it's like, it's if this guy is ends up being the person, which I, I don't think he's actually going to be the person, okay. right? Yeah. I do understand. Like, actually, if you're going to make such a bold, like, th- uh, what public, what sins are worse than than pedophilia? In, in, in a society like today, right? Mm-hmm. So if we're going down the line of basically accusing him of something down that, like, categorically down there, mm-hmm. like, sorry, we just can't gloss over that and say, oh, yeah, like, like I, I and so that's where I'm like, I need to see the clips. And, and when I was bringing up, like, the time, the demographic, he was mm-hmm. born in the 40s, it wasn't to validate that what he was doing was wrong. Mm-hmm. I was saying maybe there's a lens in which when we're looking at his actions, depending on the time that it happened, it fits better in the context of that time. Yeah, and that's hence Kevin Hart. I get so what it's you're like saying. If there. he was to make a homophobic joke in 2020, the guy's gonna get ripped apart. Nobody ripped them apart in like I'm. I'm just saying. I don't know how long ago it was, but like let's say it's 2010. Nobody ripped them apart in 2010 because that was. That was that was like comedy. That that level of comedy was like fair game, and everybody laughed at it, right? So again, like it's like if no one was checking him along the way. Not that, that, sorry, that's a bad argument. That's a bad argument. Um, but like, I do think that the standards are changing. Sometimes for good, sometimes for, for bad. I think in this case, it's changing for the good. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that we can just continue the conversation as if like this is an established claim that is one hundred percent fact, and. How can we, how can the Democrats choose a pedophile as their, like, I, I don't think that that's, and I, I, I hope I'm not overstating what you were suggesting. So, but anyway, that's my thing. It's, it's just that, like, 
I I don't think it, yeah. Anyway, I I already said it. I don't think we could. I don't think we could just like take that as fact and then continue on the conversation. I'm like, that's way too big of an accusation to just gloss over. That was all I'm saying. And I'm thinking, as we think, as I was thinking through the age thing, that that's where I was coming from. It wasn't trying to justify it. Okay. I was saying, are we doing the proper measures to establish the the claim in the mm-hmm. first place? Okay. So that's where I was coming from. Anyway. Okay. So if you're listening at home, then what we're saying is that we do not like Joe Biden. He may or may not be weird with women. And <laughs> yeah. we're moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah that's fine. And Trump's going to win. And um, I'm... That's... that's It is what it is. It is what it is. Pray for our leaders. Yeah. Um, okay, where... We, um, let me just check the time. Oh, snap. Okay. I got to go. I'm already late to a meeting. You have a meeting? Yeah. That's we we started kind of late. Oh dang! Okay, well, um, that was a hard stop. Maybe we can pause and come back to the podcast so we don't have to like hard stop for all the listeners. Uh, okay, we're gonna take a break. All right, we're back. Uh, I can't remember where we left off of, to be honest. So <laughs> I know that we were talking about Biden, which is it's probably good that the time put a button on it for our sake. <laughs> I went. I had a meeting. You <laughs> went. Kind of took a nap, mm-hmm. and now we're continuing <laughs> with the podcast. Now we just move on to lighter and so, breezier things. So if the I, oh you don't know what what's coming up coming down the pipes. Oh gosh. Um. So yeah, if that was a jarring transition, it is what it is. It is what um, it is. Okay, so here's some other news. Okay. Uh, I'm just I'm still thinking about like how jarring is this transition for the listener, but whatever. I'm um, so sorry. The Louisiana. Uh, police, mm-hmm. they they <laughs> they use the purge sound to signal. Okay, it's Corona curfew time. <laughs> why would they use that noise? Why, I don't know. Why wouldn't they have like another? Um, like, don't they have like a normal emergency sound? Can I play what it is? Just so sure. It's creepy. Like, and I here's the thing. This is probably like. This has got to be the young cops. You think? This is like mischievous. I can't picture like a 40. I heard that the chief of police apologized. Well, yeah, the chief is going to apologize for what is his uh, his cops are doing. I guess that makes sense. Um, but so basically, imagine living in Louisiana. Imagine all the people. And then, he, and then you hear this. Oh, wait. No, that's an ad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is terrifying. Where, Ads where, in and of where, themselves are terrifying. <laughs> This thing. <laughs> That's bad, right? It gives me chills. I know. So, yeah, basically when it was time for curfew, they would... Hopefully that doesn't, like, copyright us. That uh, Playing that sound? It should be fine. Not for, like, three seconds. Um, anyway, yeah. So <laughs> These cops played the purge. It simultaneously makes me feel like a tsunami is coming and someone with a knife is coming. Yeah, I don't love that. I don't love that. So they're so, doing a curfew. Yeah, which is anyway, and then the chief of police apologized for it and stuff. But anyway, that so was that. Funny. I just thought it was funny. So um, funny. Remember a couple of weeks ago when we talked about uh, all the celebrities singing Imagine? Uh huh. So Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Instead of seeing an imagine, bless her. Um, I don't think it was in response to, but she raised thirty-five million dollars. Wow! Yes, that's amazing. To the World Health Organization, amazing. 
um, who also is not acknowledging Taiwan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not to put a damper on the $35 million. That's awesome, and they're, I'm that's sure amazing. they're doing great work. Yep, I'm sure they're doing But great. for those of you who don't know, basically, there was this interview where this reporter was asking this World Health Organization rep or official something, or official something. or something like that. Apparently, he was Canadian. That's oh, what sucks. Um, and uh, they're like, how, it, how can you give a comment on how Taiwan has been responding to it? And he stares at the screen for, like, ten literal seconds. Oh, my gosh. As if the internet had cut out. And then he comes on, he's like, oh, sorry, I think the internet uh, was, I don't know, I think it cut out. And she's like, oh, I'll just repeat the question. And he goes, oh, no, that's okay. We can move on to the next question. <laughs> and then she's like, she circled back, and she's like, something about Taiwan again. Uh-huh. And, and he goes... He just hangs up the call. Oh, you gosh. can see him like he it's it's you can see his shoulder move. Like and so it's not like the call just dropped because of the Wi-Fi. Oh, he like moved into You can see his shoulder twitch a little bit because he, like, he like he ended the call. And then they called him back and uh and and she asked the same question, basically like how is Taiwan, whatever. And he goes something to the effect of, well, all of the provinces of China have done an amazing job of da 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 And Jeez. he's like, and then he basically wraps it up. He's like, and that'll be all. And uh, all right, bye. Have a good day. Like, it was it was so clunky. Yikes. That's and so awkward. Yes, yes. I feel like I'm referencing a lot more conservative things I'm about to. Like, Tucker Carlson was like, this is crazy. America donates more than double than the second place donor to the World Health Organization. Mm-hmm. And yet the World Health Organization is kind of bowing to the political um, of China opinion of China. So there's some some tea, some international well, tea. Well America you. does that a little too. Oh yeah. Like the NBA was like a prime example. Yeah. Of I mean that's not the government of America. So but for listeners who are like Taiwan, China, what the frick? So Taiwan is not fully recognized. Taiwan declares itself independent of China. However, China is determined to say that Taiwan is not its own nation. It is part of China. So there's been some debate about do nations such as Canada, United America, other countries recognize Taiwan as its own country or mm-hmm. is Taiwan part of China? And we would say, like Nick and I would say, Taiwan is its own country. It's fought for its freedom. It mm-hmm. wants to be separate from China. It has made its case. And China is authoritarianly, I don't even know if that's Yeah, right I know what you mean. Keeping its grips in Taiwan. Um, and they basically... Like, illegally, I would say. They are... They're basically using their population and their, their people power as, like, leverage. They're yeah. saying, okay, so... For instance, you have the NBA, and ooh, your neck just cranked. Mm-hmm. I heard it on the microphone. Oof, that was rough stuff. I'm in pain. Yeah, you have a headache and your neck hurts. Oh. Um, so like if you're the NBA, mm-hmm. your maps in the background can't have Taiwan in it. And, Insane. And basically, China's like, well, we have how many billion? One billion or two billion? Like a billion people. I think it's a billion. We have a billion people. If you want our markets, you're going to obey our laws. And then basically the NBA says, yeah, we do actually want to make a lot of money. Okay, I guess we're not going to talk about Taiwan. And Terrible. so they leverage the amount of people they have in order to bully people into 
denying the existence of Taiwan. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hectic. Um, China is real problematic on many human rights fronts. So for sure. if you guys have the opportunity, I will boldly say boycott China whenever you can. <laughs> buy Canadian made, buy American made, buy Spanish made, buy anything. Italian made, buy anything <laughs> except yeah. for buy Taiwan made. <laughs> made in Taiwan, buy that. It's w- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, use our economic power to support other nations. Uh, okay, here's some funny Corona news. Mm-hmm. So the mayor of Illinois, mm-hmm. uh, a mayor in Illinois, um, <laughs> okay, uh, orders the police to crack down on uh, any civilians that are violating the stay-at-home uh-huh. order uh, to ensure that you know social distancing. Of course, okay. within 48 hours, guess who is found at a local bar? The mayor? No, his wife. Stop. And how is the bar even open? I don't know. I don't know. Um, And he instructs the police force um, to arrest her to give her no special treatment. Stop. Savage, savage, savage. So I have a question. Yeah. If I'm the mayor, me, your husband, Uh and you get caught Mm -hmm. with some tomfoolery disobeying the order that I sent out to the town. <laughs> what is your expectation of me? It depends. How much have you been annoying me that day? Like, was she literally drove... Did she, like... Was she driven to the bar to drink her sorrows away because her mayor of a husband was so annoying? Maybe if she had used that cartoon voice. Maybe if he had used that cartoon <laughs> voice. <laughs> Maybe if he would wear a tie once in a while around the oh house, she guess. wouldn't be so annoyed. She wouldn't have to drink away her problems. I'm just shocked that there was a bar open. Yeah. So anyway, the cops raid the bar because they're, they're not supposed to be in operation. And she was there? And she was in the bar, yeah. So real talk, like, if I, like what, if I, what if I was like, yo... Finer. She's she has fun money. Dang. Yeah. Listen. You would just you would just bite that? Yeah, because I, I would have known. I mean, unless you don't talk about work at home, but I would assume I would know that you told the police <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah. go after people that were violating stay at home. And then you went to the bar. Mm-hmm. So you'd be okay if uh if No, I mean I'd be livid. At me? Yeah. But like what are you supposed to do? You've got to stick to your guns. Oh, okay. That's interesting. So you be, you are would be simultaneously upset and understanding. One hundred percent. I don't understand that. I'd be like, ah, this is so annoying. Like, just do the wrong thing and get me off. But then I'd be like, but I'm glad you're doing the right thing. That's interesting. Okay, I, w- I, w- I was wondering how you'd react if you'd like you listen. You need a. What if I was the mayor? Mayors can be. Well, I guess the scenario was a man mayor and a white. Okay, so if it, if if you were the mayor and you, I caught we caught you at a bar. Would you be mad? Would you want me to? I wouldn't be mad at you. Would I ask you to get me off the hook? No, I guess you're right. I understand it. Once I flip the scenario, yeah, I'm like, yeah. exactly. It's like, yeah. well, you got to be honorous, honor, honorous. You got to be integrous. You know, integrous isn't a word. It should be. I type it into Google all the time, and there are, they, they, it always corrects. But how is integrous not a word? That's so stupid. I know. I know. It's describing something of integrity. It's true. I, I would write it in papers, and then I would just ignore the squiggly line. <laughs> and then I never got corrected by a professor. Yeah. It's one of those words that should be a word. It's what? It's one of those words that should be a word. Yeah, sure. integrous, for sure. Um, so should... 
what's it? Funner is not a word. Mm, funner doesn't need to be a word. Funner needs to be. It's it it's just perfect. more fun. But with integrous, there's no alternative. With funner, more, it's, it's more just integrous. more fun. <laughs> it's just more integrity? Question mark? That doesn't oh, yeah, sound true. right. Uh, okay, Geico. Do you know Geico? Is that an American thing too? Mm-hmm, the insurance company? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure if it was American or Canadian or mm-hmm. both. Um, returns $2.5 billion to policyholders as shelter-in-place orders reduces miles driven by drivers. Wow. So that's a good question. Should we be calling our car insurance and be like, yo, listen, lower my rates. What the heck? I'm not allowed to drive or I'm driving so minimally. I have no work commute. Hmm. We should. Maybe. That's yeah. a good point. Like, I don't know. I Someone else should try this and see if it works. But because um, I'm trying to think if insur- insurance companies would honor it or. Maybe. I mean, Geico did. Geico. It sounds like they initiated it. Which That's is really pretty kind. Amazing, right? What a great company. That's, it is. It is. Um, and then uh, Xerox. You remember the photocopy uh-huh. company? They plan to mass produce disposable ventilators. Interesting. And I read this story and I realized that I have no clue what a ventilator actually looks like. Do you know what a ventilator looks like? It's some sort of contraption with tubes, I think. I was picturing like an MRI machine with a mask. Holy crap, that'd be huge. I know, I know, I know. And because I was like, why is this photocopy company putting out full out ventilators? But then I'm thinking of ventilators like an MRI where you go in the big tube and you have I'm a mask. I'm thinking a ventilator is like on a little cart that rolls in and out. Like, so when the old guy's at the mall and he has a little oxygen like that? No, I'm thinking of like, almost like an EKG machine that like they roll in, but then they attach to you and, but then they could roll it out. So we, nurse friends and medical professionals, we asked your help for the gloves and the mask. Talk to me about what a ventilator is. You can just Google it right now. Okay. Whatever. What is Um, a ventilator? And Amazon can't keep up with the one to two day shipping. Yeah, I know, because my freaking... I ordered a vacuum, and it's not coming for a month. So they're suspending Amazon shipping for... At least in certain cities, because they can't keep up with the news. They're, they're, they're suspending Prime? They're suspending Prime, yep. Yeah, well... <laughs> oh my gosh, this funny thing happened. Where... So we live in a basement apartment. So... Um, we... In the instructions, I always say... Use the come around back and use the back, put it but put the package by the back door. So, I ordered a mop and a vacuum the other day. My mop was supposed to come in two days or come the next day, it literally came the next day, or they said it came the next day. And I'm like, Where's my mop? Where's my mop? I've been looking for it. So, I check my Amazon order and they have a photo now. They all do like photos of the porch. Um, and I see the and it says delivered, and I see a photo of the porch, and I'm like, That's, That's not, not our, our porch, yeah. like. Where did it go? So we looked around. We couldn't find whose neighbor's porch that was. We had no idea. I was like, someone got my mop, but like, I don't know who. So I call them. In five minutes, they've refunded me my money. It's awesome. Okay. Later, I run into our landlord on the street and keeping a six feet distance, we have a conversation and I, we talk and talk. And then I finally bring this up. I'm like, oh, hey, do you know this porch? And she, I show her the picture and she's like, oh no. And then she goes, oh my gosh. And she brings me around to the other side of the house. So our entrance is on the right side and we're, and she brings me to the left side and they have this like, it's another door 
to the outside, but it's like closed off. It's totally fenced in. It's totally fenced in. But the Amazon driver had dropped it off there. Yeah. In this like into a weirdly fenced in porch. Fenced that you can't in porch. Actually get into. Yeah, super odd. Very confusing. So I had to hop a fence to get our Amazon package. But I was like, oh my gosh, I already got the refund. So I have to call back today and give them back the refund because, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, we got to give back the money. We're not yeah. going to stick it to I don't Amazon. know what to call it. Only because I don't, want, I don't want the traveler guy to get in trouble. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's we'll call I'm back. Like, no problem. Yeah. But um, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. But Amazon was really great about giving us back the money. So, um, Did we talk about, I had something that was like. Non-corona, but I think... I don't know where it is. Well, what time is it? Let me see how much time we're at. We're at, a, we're at hour 20. So let me just finish off these headlines, and we didn't get to the non-corona news. That's fine. This has been a very long podcast. Um, yeah, it's fine. It's okay. Uh, we're having fun. Uh, Apple commits to producing one million face masks a week for medical services. Amazing. That Thanks, is. Apple. My thing is how? How? Like I don't In China, know. maybe? I mean, that's where they make their iPhones. I guess so... So they just kind of tell the kids, hey, over to this one now. Mm. All right. Ethical dilemmas. All right. Uh, Air Canada hires back 1,600 workers. So they they had laid off like 16. They hire them back? Sorry. They laid off. I'm assuming they laid off 16,000 workers mm-hmm. and they hired them back, but they didn't put them to work so they can qualify for the 90% federal pay. That's nice. That is good. That's on them. very nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but they, I think they had to negotiate with the federal government because because yeah. they already fired them and then hired like it was this whole bit. Yeah, so it was it's hectic. But good on Air Canada for figuring that Honestly, out. Honestly, so, yes. Yeah. There was a woman who I saw this. It was she flew on May March thirty first or something. It was a couple days ago. She was flying to Boston to see her mom who was sick. She was the only woman on the flight. Really? Yeah. That would be cool. I want. I would love to. She's do that. the only woman on the flight, and um, I think she was only, f- you know, flying because her mom is very, very ill. And right, right, right. She's gonna yeah. say goodbye. Yeah. But um, there was like a video of the like flight attendant, and she's like going through everything. And she's like, "And welcome to our very special only guest, Carol. <laughs> da, 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 da. We're so happy to have you. And like, yeah, yeah. welcome to first class. And like, you know, they're just oh, like, you awesome. know, hanging out and giving her yeah. the treatment. What like, if that's they, fun. Would you be? Uh, if I would be pissed if they didn't let me sit first class. Oh, I'd be so pissed. Could you imagine? If they didn't let you sit first class, that's vindictive on another <laughs> level. That's like, that is, that is like, what? Yeah, Why? We're in a pandemic. I'm the only person on this plane. The fact that they even flew a flight with only one person yeah, makes me think simple. that actually the return flight had more people. Because you know oh, how flights go back point. and forth? That's a good point. Yeah, they yeah, must yeah. have had more people on the return yeah, yeah. flight. <laughs> Could you imagine if it wasn't? Like, you fly a plane from one destination to the other, and then, like, someone has to, like, drive the plane back. Like, they just, like, load it up on a, on a truck and drive it back. <laughs> how terrible would that be? <laughs> that's funny. Uh, that's funny. That's funny. Um, okay, cool. Um, anything else? We don't have any Ask Reddit. I forgot to, to populate those. That's okay. Um, if you could... Oh, you're giving me one off the cuff. Yeah, I'll give you one off the cuff. All right. If you had to choose between being a houseplant, a vegetable plant, or a tree, (laughs) what would you choose? (laughs) That's hilarious. We're like 20 minutes over the podcast and we're still reaching for content here. (laughs) Um, Oh, a tree. Easy. Like a tree is, is steadfast. It's wise. It's... 
fruitful is a tree. A tree is better Aww. than all of those things he said. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And on that yeah. note, thanks, oh, guys. I'm an oak of righteousness. That's right. All right. On that note. Bye, oaks of righteousness. Peace Have a great week. In the Middle East. <laughs>